Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. Shout out to everyone on Twitch watching us. You can go ahead and communicate with us on commercial breaks. The mics are hot. Any kind of questions you want, any kind of gambling talk or any kind of funny talk that you don't, uh, you can't necessarily get to here on air if you want to go ahead and shoot it at us. Keep it clean. I mean, don't shoot nothing too crazy. But uh, if you want any kind of interaction with us throughout the commercial breaks, you can hit us up on Twitch. We're also doing that, 713-780-3776. If you want to jump in on the show and talk about anything that uh, that we we touch on on the show because we uh, we're known, I guess, on this show to, well, I don't want to say known because we've been, I, yes, we talk about strip clubs. We do. It's okay, I don't, I don't even work, know how to, to paint this in a in a in a light that doesn't seem like a doggish because we don't sit here and just talk about the women. We talk about the experiences that come with a strip club because. You go there, I guess some people go to strip clubs. You got that weird guy that goes to strip clubs, that weirdo that's there specifically for the women, right? But then some people go just for the for the for the adventure. It's a party. Ambiance. Yes. Yeah. And we've talked about on this show and, and if you're listening out there, if you have your own story about the, the one leg stripper um on your way to Galveston, right there at the Oceans Cabaret on your way to I Galveston. I thought that place was closed. Is it because I know exactly what you're talking about. R.I.P. It's well, I guess a lot of them are probably having issues right now with being open. Well, you're saying permanently, and it could be. It's been, man, that thing should have been closed years ago. I could be wrong. It looked like it was on its way out in, I mean, in the late 90s. They wasn't could, it? They, I think they, they put that old dog down. We'll send Trey out there to do a little research yeah, for the show. I'll be the uh, live correspondent. Excellent. Now, <laughs> keeping uh, the the theories and, and the talk of strip clubs we it was a matter of time be- before an nba player was going to i guess stretch the rules out a little bit and it happened to be a, a known one in lou williams claiming that he hit up an atlanta strip club and this is what it sounded like uh, his reasoning <laughs> okay Baggy city is my favorite restaurant in the world <laughs> i didn't know they even have food like that but okay <laughs> listen so all entertainment is shut down in Atlanta. The 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 restaurant is still open. You can still go to Magic and get get your food. And it's essential. It's an it's essential. The part of our culture here. Respect, nothing but respect for culture at all times. <laughs> the culture. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, we we got to get into that. The, the first part I'll get to is. He said that he went, but no entertainers were present. I think this was <laughs> three months ago, actually. Um, uh, this, this is what Rios Gold or whatever her name is is saying. This was in April, I believe. Well, so I think he's made a few stops. I think he has, too. And, and Lou Williams, he said, according to sources, that no entertainers were present. They were there giving him food. Yeah, I, I know I always go to strip clubs when there's no strippers there. That makes a lot of sense. And... 
we got to get to the food thing, Jerry. Eating at strip clubs. Like, I've actually been to uh, Legs and Eggs. Uh, they basically had like a, a, a breakfast buff- a buffet, like, you know, with eggs and omelets and legs waffles. And eggs. Legs and Eggs is what it was called. It was like an after hour strip strip club thing. So you go at like five in the morning after, you know, the bars closed, but they still have strippers and they have the breakfast buffet. But uh, where do you come out on strip club food? Where does it come out of is the question. <laughs> right. Because I've seen, I've seen, I've never tasted, uh, you know, seafood up in a strip club. And, and I've walked into a strip club where you wonder to yourself, was there seafood in here? And there wasn't. It smelled fishy. Okay. At times. So to have seafood, you know, when you, when you, when you cook seafood, that smell lingers around for a while. Yeah. You don't want to be the guy at the office that microwaves fish, you know, something like that. And you also. There's been a couple of people who do that here, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and there's probably been a couple guys that ate seafood at the strip club here too. But I'm just never been a fan because it's always it's it's usually buffet style, or they'll say steak. You know what I mean? And and they just come in there. It'll be just it just it's just some weird steak. I mean, they don't one size fits all. How do you want it? They don't even ask that. You know what I mean? You just say, uh, what do you want? Beef, beef. That's it. And then they come and bring you a steak. And someone that that resembles a baked potato, like I've seen, and I've had a friend that would go, man. He was, you could guess, you could call him addicted to the strip clubs, man. He was all about him. He knew all the all the all the specials, you know, all the oh today's five dollar table dances at this place. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, it's a Tuesday though. Yeah, how do you know this? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a Tuesday, and he's like, man, if you get at this one place, you can you can catch the lunch buffet, but they're they're real sloppy about the way they do it. So then all of a sudden they switch to the dinner menu, and he said you could just sit there and eat all day. I'm thinking. <laughs> That means you're sitting in the strip club all day, you know. We, yes. And to be real with you, I, I guess I did go with him one time, and it was like he he was walking in like big man on campus. You know, he was walking in basically. He, he should have been giving out autographs. You know, <laughs> everyone was walking to him like every DJ. You walk in, the, it's bad when you walk in somewhere in the a strip club and the DJ knows your boy's name. He's like, hey, John, yeah, what's up, John? You're like Norm walking into Cheers. John Norm, just walked man. in. You know what that means? $2 kamikazes for the next hour. You're thinking, John, you've been here. And he told you right before you walked in, like, man, it's the f- I've only been here one time. I never, <laughs> sure. I drive by, you know, I drop someone off here. And then all of a sudden they know him. And then John turns into a, to, to a, to a savage. You know what I mean? He starts going in there. He goes and slaps an ass real quick, starts talking to him a certain way. That's also another thing. When, whenever you go to a friend with a friend to one of these establishments, I've heard. I've heard. And um, then all of a sudden, your friend, he's like a, he's a real goody goody. You never even heard him really curse. And then he gets in there and he just starts say, talking out of context. You're thinking, man, you've never, you've never even said that. I didn't know you had that side in you. And you, he just looks at you like, all right, come on, baby. <laughs> Table dance after table dance. We all have that friend that yes. just goes extra crazy inside the strip club. I hate the friend where you go to the strip club and and they just leave you, you know, and go to the, the, the back room to get dances. That's the and, most And then you're just sitting there by yourself. And then you're, every stripper is coming up and sitting in your lap and, you know, just trying to talk yeah. to you. And, and you're, you're by yourself. And, you know, what? what is so great now is we have cell phones, right? Because yeah. the, the secret with strippers is don't make eye contact or they're going to come and try and solicit a dance, right? That kind of reminds me of that movie Go. Remember that movie yes. Go uh, where he's uh, like Tay Diggs is like, whatever you do. 
Don't order champagne. Don't order the, the champagne. And the first thing he does is orders the champagne. <laughs> it's like your finest champagne. I had a friend that you would use the stray cat idea. He said, you know, don't feed the stray cat because they come back. So yes. he would take two packs of cigarettes. One cigarette, he, one pack, he would have only one cigarette in it. So whenever he would get caught in that position where the stripper comes up, can I have a cigarette? He would always pull out and he'd be like, I only have one. You know what? You can have it. So then they would never come back, he says, because then that stray cat doesn't. She the, knows you don't have any more. She knows you don't have any more. He was a, he was a genius. He's a genius. That really is, smart. Yeah. Just, not just with strippers, just people in general. Yeah. Yes. It's my last one. You know what? You can have it. And then they would just, you know, never come back. Dude, that's a great idea. It's funny. Like, you're blessed right now because you have a cell phone. You can stare at your phone and not look up, not make eye contact. What but, would be the point of getting the dance? But th- that's that's the thing is a lot of times you don't want the dance. You don't want to you don't want to pay 20 bucks. You know what I mean? And th- that's the other thing too is there's an art to that. You always want to pick a really long song if you know you're going to get a dance. November Rain. Yeah, November Rain, Metallica 1. You know, you pick something that's like seven minutes long. But, Garden of Eden. Yeah, like, but back <laughs> in the day, like, you didn't have your cell phone at the strip club. You know, so you didn't, you, you couldn't well, not you make eye contact. Pull out a pager. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to get to the payphone. <laughs> Is there a payphone around here? Yes. No, but that's the thing, man. It's that you're... You're either one or two guys when you go in the strip club. You're going there just for the atmosphere or you're going there on a mission. Yeah. <laughs> okay? You, there's two guys. When you walk in, the man on the mission, he's going to go straight in there and go get changed for some ones. And then he's going to go start figuring out which which entertainer he's going to be entertained by in the back. Yes. Then you have the other guy that gets in there and he just starts ordering drinks. He's ready to get tanked. That guy's the guy I am. And then that's the guy that always goes with the other guy, and he leaves me, like you said. And all of a sudden, you're sitting there stuck, and then now you ordered you, – you went ahead and ordered a bucket, maybe a few shots. And then now all of a sudden, you have two dancers sitting trying to drink that bucket. They try to get those free drinks off you. Then you got to go to the restroom, another predicament someone I know has been in. And then you're thinking, do I take the bucket with me? Like, do I trust them? Because I've seen that bucket get drank before. I've come back to a table and they've gone ahead and one dancer was there. You come back and now there's three or four and they're double fisting. That's the word. You bring up another good point. The bathroom at the gentleman's club. There's always a bathroom attendant in there. And there's three, always. And there's three of us in this whole place. Like yes. even when you're at these real whole, when people are at these hole in the wall ones and then you're thinking, what are you waiting for? And then it's that real uncomfortable. If, you, if you're out there, if you believe in tipping the door guy or the, the restroom guy, I want to know. 713-780-3776 because you're, you know, you're doing your business, you're peeing, whatever it is. And, and you look over and they're kind of, they don't want to make eye contact, but they want you to know that, that, that you know that they're there. Yeah, and they're they're there to make you feel guilty and make sure that you go wash your hands so that they get that tip from you. And right? the worst is when one that's already a step ahead, he has the the dish soap like or the hand soap in his hand, like the dispenser. Yeah, <laughs> like he already has it in hand, so you don't even because the one that doesn't, you always got to look at his hands, all right, and make sure that you can find your way out of a bad situation. So if he doesn't have it in his hands, you can make that quick dart out because he still has to reach for the paper towels <laughs> and he has to reach for the sanitizer, right? So he has to make a move, which you can make your move, but when he has has it in hand and they sit by the door that's the worst because you're walking by then you feel real rude because he's he he, I've, he squirts it on your legs you know he just <laughs> and you're like thinking i don't i'm allergic to this you know that's why you want to time it right to where somebody else is passing him so that they can kind of be your blocker right so you don't have to deal with the bathroom attendant but it took me years to figure this out you know why those guys are in there they sell drugs 
Those yeah. guys like sell cocaine in those bathrooms. Like, yeah, that's, all, that's, that's why where they're they there. know everybody's gonna do it. Yes, I walked in one time and and I see the bathroom guy. I was, you know, I try to walk by. You try not to make contact with him. You know, go in there fast. Yeah. So you go to the first stall, and then I hear him talking. I'm like, is he talking to me? Because I don't see anyone else around here. And he's just talking and talking. Then all of a sudden, finally, someone answers back, and they're doing number two in the stall. These dudes are having a conversation with, the, you know, <laughs> this dude sitting down number two in. And, the door guy sitting there having a conversation with him. What kind of tip do you give him after that? Dude, the tip is don't talk to a guy when he's doing his business. Leave me alone. The tip is don't bet on the Browns. Don't take the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you listen to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5. We'll be right back after this break. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. Let's go over to the text line right now. Hey, what's up, fellas? I heard y'all show a couple weeks back when you covered for John and Lance. Kick-ass job. Not a, now it's a pleasant surprise to hear you on the radio again. Is this the normal slot? Entertaining show. Yes, it is. We are Moneyline. From 10 to noon every single Sunday, especially during football season, it's when we get it real hype. It's a it's a different, uh, I guess, level, a different speed as, uh, as uh, to we're going right now because during football, man, we run out of time. We get out of this show, and it's it's we're trying to give picks. We're trying to give our fantasy moves. We're, we're getting the inactive list as the show's going, so it's a little bit different. But if you like what you hear, go ahead and check us out. If you're a fantasy guy, if you're a betting guy, because speaking of fantasy, I guess let's – uh. If you want to jump in our leagues, because last week when we mentioned it, we had a few people reach out on Twitter. So if you're listening now and you want to play in our leagues, last year we had three. We will do them a little bit different this year, obviously, with the with the COVID stuff going on. But if you want to join in, hit us up on, at Moneyline975 on Twitter, or you can call the show right now and uh, or text that same number, 713-780-3776, and uh, go ahead and reserve your spot because... It's go time. I say in the next few weeks, two weeks, we're going to just start taking registration now and we'll set up a date because the longer we wait, I mean, we're technically, I usually draft, I say within a month from now is when my drafts are going. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. I, I'm so excited. I think we're going to get fantasy football. We live for that stuff. And, and during the season, 10 to noon, we just get you ready for fantasy football. We get you ready for the games. We tell you who to start, who to sit, who's not playing that day. That's what we do. But uh, cleaning up a little bit from the last segment, we were talking about Lou Williams being spotted at a strip club when he left the NBA bubble. So, of course, that led to all our strip club stories last segment. Somebody texted into the show, legs and eggs, yes. Uh, apparently somebody else was at the breakfast buffet getting the legs and eggs at the strip club. This particular strip club was in Dallas. So we have a pretty wide reach of people that listen to our show. But, no, I, I thought that was really funny that – he gets spotted at a strip club and somebody tweeted out of a photo of him there, but they deleted it. So Lou Williams was definitely at that strip club claiming he went just for the food. So if you guys have any opinions out there, do you eat the food at strip clubs? Call into the show 713-780-3776. You can also watch us on Twitch. The link is on the Twitter account from the station at ESPN 97.5. Yeah, he was spotted with a rapper Jack Harlow and then he immediately took it down. He's probably thinking, man, why did I do that? Yes. Why in the hell did I do that? But it's good because 
um, that we need to know this. We need to, and that. I mean, wh- what do we do? That's that's just like a crime. You're putting <laughs> other guys in jeopardy to go to what is it? Magic City is that's what it's called. Yeah, Magic City. What goes down at Magic City? Uh, <laughs> They're gonna make something disappear how good in the can back the wings room. Be? I don't want my my strip club smelling like food wings, especially seafood though. Because no. I see one here in town. I'm thinking seafood, but I want it to smell like like cheap. Bath and Body. It always and, smells like pear body spray and, or something like that. And Doral cigarettes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want I want those. I want I want those. Uh, what are the American Spirit or whatever they call? Yeah, it? those are actually pretty good. Yeah, they're uh, Aren't those really expensive. They are less contaminants. Yes, but uh, no, I, I need I need it to be that 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 strip club. I need a broken chair. Every strip club that you walk in within a few minutes, if you don't spot a broken chair, then then something's wrong. Somebody set up. What about the one where you have to go through the metal detector? Right? Right when you walk in the door, that's when you know it's bad, though. <laughs> yes. That's when you know it's bad, and and then usually you know you when you see the entertainers get there in their in their normal clothes. Usually it's like some sweatpants or something, right? And then they have to walk through the metal detectors too, because there's two different types of metal detectors, and they're walking by. They got their own like way to get in, but when they got to get checked too. You know it's going to get real. You know it's going to be $5 table dance. At least you get to interact with the athletes before the game, you know? (laughs) Man, we were in in Louisiana one time, and uh, this one lady comes out, and my friend was like, man, I'm in love with you. Do you have a daughter? She was old. And she goes, yeah, she's actually right here. (laughs) Daughter comes out next up on the stage, and I'm thinking, how weird is this? A daughter-mom combo uh, daughters following in the footsteps, I guess. Sierra, stage next, stage next. <laughs> I guess they can like like tip each other off on who the creepy guys are, right? The creepy guy is always the DJ guy, though. Like you never, you always hear him. He's way too into it, and he talks to the girls a certain way too. Yeah, he acts like he's like club owner. You're thinking, bro, you're the DJ. Like you don't need to be talking to them girls like that. Not one bit. The DJ is always dating one of the dancers. Like it's a lock every single time at every strip club, and you can see it too. That they're up there talking to. The the DJ and picking out their songs. When I was in college, I always thought that would be like the best job is to like be a manager of a strip club or be the DJ or something like that because it obviously comes with some perks. We go to our man, Dr. Dre on 290 here on Twitter. He says when the paper towel guy, we were talking about the guy in restrooms that it gets uncomfortable with. When he has paper towels for you after you wash your hands, you got to give him a dollar, but that's it. <laughs> that's it. But that's it. Th- they have you trapped because they know you have singles. You're at a strip club. They know you have dollars. They know you have cash. That's the worst. I just, I just hate that predicament. I, I haven't. I, I feel like it's been so long since I've been out in public to, to experience something like that. But that's one guy I, I hate. That man, and I know he's doing his job, and but it just, it's uncomfortable. I'm in here to, I'm in here to get in and get out. That's it. <laughs> like I don't need anything extra. I just need to get in. I don't need no cologne. No, you know, I don't need. The, I don't know where those mints have been. No, I don't want to eat anything out of a strip club bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm and, good. And the worst is when they have like the bowl of mints there because that's like you're, you're trusting everyone that sticks their hands because they, they tip and then they stick their hands in that bowl. You know, you might come out with a with a little pube hair out of there. You're thinking, how much for this? You know, it's grosser in there than it is with the dancers. No, it's the worst. What if when they have the bathroom, they don't have any stalls. Like at the strip clubs, have, have you seen those yes. where there's no stall? There's just a toilet sitting there. You walk in, some dudes in there just doing coke, yes. sitting on the urinal doing coke. You're yes. thinking, what? I should have I should have known that with the with the with the metal detectors, what kind of place was it going to be? I just, I'm. I, it's been a long time. 
Um, have they changed? I haven't been in a long time either. I, but I think that's one thing that never changes. It's always going to be the same thing. They're always going to walk up. They're always going to harass you. They always sit on you. Yes. You're thinking, man, please don't sit on me. Please don't sit on me. And then, boom. That's where those broken chairs come from, like I said. <laughs> boom. That, that One stripper, along her time, has came down and sat on someone's lap way too hard at one point or another. And it's thinking, like, man, come on. You crushed my cigarette. <laughs> they do. They always sit on your lap. And then they always want you to buy them like the most expensive drink in the place which brings me to another point what about the byob strip clubs have you been to those yeah again those are usually the ones with the with the metal detectors yeah. when, you, when somebody says be a, a strip club and you say well what kind is it and then they say man we can let, just bring beer when you say when they when people start putting bringing a cooler and filling it with with ice and, and connecting that to a strip club you know you're in trouble that's an expert the guy Ooh. that's wheeling in his cooler with like 20 beers and ice into the strip club like you th- it's like he's going camping that dude that i tell you that would be in there all the time that was a byob it, this boy would bring lunch like but cold lunch <laughs> like, like pulls out a sandwich out a of cold a sandwich bag. that's funny you say that it was a cold sandwich but not homemade at least it was like one of those gas station ones that comes <laughs> of course it was yeah because he would grab it with his beer i'm telling you this is a true story bless his heart he's, he's still alive and he's still going to strip clubs hopefully his wife isn't listening <laughs> sir you're at the yellow rose you're not at a camping site now let's switch over to something else that that, that caught my attention here and you you, t- you talk about people when they're fetishes i guess we'll tie it to to strip club fetishes and some guys out there that that are panty sniffing <laughs> fetish right well, so gross. Like who? Who would be into that? And, and hey, some boys—that's what they like. They, they they got the sniffles. Let's call it right. So then now in 2020, damn you, 2020. What happens if these panty sniffers can have someone, basically a a, a man or lady, whatever you're into, walk around in a pair of undies, and then they cut them in such a way that the fabric fits in your mask right now. <laughs> And you can sniff, and you can sniff uh, whatever you want to call it all day long while while protecting yourself from the COVID because that's what's going on right now. The liter- th- this is a thing. This is going on I right. Surprise me. This is going on right now. There was a twenty four hour wear penny crotch attached to face mask sale. Thirty five dollars for the penny. Hashtag uh, penny seller. Hashtag penny crotch. Yeah, that's what it looks like right there. You could tell this one's been maybe a little soiled. Oh, God, that's it, disgusting. Yeah, so it goes, they come all in shapes and sizes. Basically, you you know, someone else does the dirty work for you. You don't have to go out and search for the panties. Maybe break a couple of laws. At least you're you're avoiding breaking the laws if you're the, you're the one that sniffs the panties. Basically, they mail them to you, and it fits right perfectly um, inside a standard size mask. These blue ones that have, you see going around, it fits right on the inside of that. You strap it on, and no one around you knows what you're sniffing. <laughs> so you don't embarrass yourself in front of your fellow perverts, I guess. That's how it works? For $35. For $35. I- I've seen I think in, like, Asia, they have, like, used panties and, like, vending machines and stuff like that. Like, how is this a thing? How is this in public and legal? But, yeah, this is this is the thing, and... I mean, how much do you pay somebody like the person that's wearing the panties? You know, you're like, all right, I'm gonna pay you X amount per panty. They're kind of <laughs> they're kind of freaky over there in, in Japan. Like we don't they have they invented the sex robot and everything. I mean, they they, they get down. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this, but that's what we've uh, stumbled across upon. Now people are selling that. Nothing surprises me now. Uh, it just 
we got to put a stop to this because that's how we get all these weirdos. That's why I tell you, like, if you have a friend, we, we spoke about it, that guy that, that knew 150 or, or ranked 150 porn stars. <laughs> that guy. Like, if there's any guy out there that knows more than one or two, you know, and I don't, I don't even, I mean, the ones you know is the ones that you hear from mainstream, like Mia Khalifa or something. You yeah. Know? Like, but if you have your friend that's saying, man, I got, I got, these are my favorite five. Then you need to dis- unfriend him, unfollow him, and report him to the FBI. No, he he needs to be outed. I had somebody text into the show. What about your friend that that orders all the dances and then just leaves and doesn't pay his bill, and you're left sitting there? Ooh, that that's not a good place to be when you have the strip club manager coming over collecting for dances that you didn't even get. And then this other guy said, "I've been to a strip club that had coin night in Yuma, Arizona. Any coin gets you a drink." What? You're just with a pocket full of pennies. You could go in there with like, yeah, hundreds of pennies and get like alcohol. Because you know, you go to those some bars where it's like a certain, uh, like uh, happy hour or like dollar drinks until one person goes to pee. You've seen that, and I've seen that in a strip club as well. It's like just everyone's in there holding it, and everyone's in there just tanking <laughs> drinks until one person has to go. But coin that, I mean, I'm rolling in there just buying drinks for everybody, tipping people here. You, don't don't spend that all in one place. <laughs> What kind of drinks are they serving? You know, it's just taka. Oh, yeah. Taka got to be taka. Plastic bottles everywhere. Yes, all plastic bottles. If, hey, I guess we'll give you plastic bottle entertainment for the next 30 minutes. Maybe a couple of plastic bottle winners. You're going to hit your bookie over the head with a plastic bottle here on Moneyline ESPN 97.5. To call into the HRP listener line, dial 713 780 ESPN. Dial the phone. Looking to outsource your company's HR and payroll? Get the top initiative and smart solutions with HRP.net. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN975.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. Moneyline is exactly what I'm going to do right now. We're going to go back to Italy. Roma, Fiorentina. You heard that right. Italy, Roma, Fiorentina. We're going to take Roma, Moneyline. A little expensive. So whenever I always say it's a one through five scale, this is a five play, but risk five units not to win, to win because that's going to cost you a lot more. I think Roma wins today. We're coming to the end of Italian soccer. Only two games left after this. That's why I talk about Juventus. And uh, today, coming off the, the last few games they've had, they've been they've been pretty sketchy. And last week they gave up a lead. I was on them. Um, didn't like how the way it ended. This week they can lock everything up, put an end to the season. I think they do that at home. They're going to blow out Sampdoria. Go ahead and take Juventus to be winning at halftime. Money line at halftime. Take them halftime, full time. Take Juventus minus one and a half. I like Juventus all the way and Roma as well. I'll have another play before we get out of here. It's going to be on baseball. Started off decent on baseball. And I got a play that you're going to love. Nice. And Trey, great job with the music. Coming back with a little genuine wine ride my pony we yeah, were doing some strip club talk really surprised how old that song is yeah how old is it it's like my age <laughs> and Ginny wine still looks the same yeah. it does it's incredible i had a buddy text into the show and he's like man you guys could do hours of strip club content segments uh, he reminded me we had some uh stripper on our party bus and <laughs> Like cake was getting thrown around. It, it was a crazy night. I heard um, rumors back in the 1560 days that John and Lance would have a show late at night 
every month, and there were rumors that strip strippers came up here or women from that club down here. They came up here while they were doing the show. Ooh, you better watch out, man. John and Lance are going to hear this. <laughs> Putting when them out there. I, when I was interning, you remember that story? In, how do we say this without giving away exactly so they could – just a hint. Um, a car show here on this station, and mm-hmm. it might be active or not still because we've had a few over the years. Yeah, I remember, it was about. somebody's birthday from that show, and they had uh, entertainers, maybe women of the night. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember the story. <laughs> yeah, I remember as an intern, I'm thinking, dang, this is this. <laughs> what's going on here? They and, might be on Saturdays. And maybe not. And and I told the the story on uh, whenever I was, uh, I forget what show I hosted in, but uh, filled in for. But uh, whenever that uh, Love and Laughter was here, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I was interning and it was my turn to, they said, hey, go get the guest. So I go down there, I go down there and get the guest. And usually, you know, I've, I've gone there and gotten cool people. Bum B, I've seen Pauly Shore. You know, I mean, I've seen some some big time guests come get, you know, walked into the building. So I'm. And I'm straightening out my collar. I'm saying, who is this going to be? Then I look and, and I look and like I said, it's this guy dressed in full leather. I'm talking about he didn't even wait. <laughs> he didn't even wait till he got into the to studio to, 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 to play the character. That means he drove here. Like, I don't think he got dressed in the car. This man drove in full leather. It was I that, remember this. It was that shiny leather, too. And it had like straps and a bunch of buckles. <laughs> he looked and like the gimp from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, like I told you. Yeah, I said he looked like the dad off uh, the people under the stairs. Like he looked like. Like, Roach, I'm going to get you, that guy. And I said, man, what in the world? And walking up that elevator, that, that entire time in that elevator. Did you talk to him? No. I pulled out my phone. I did I did the strip club thing. I pulled out my phone and just started. I handed him one cigarette. You know what I mean? I said, we got to get. But, it, you know, it was just. And he smelled like. he. I don't know. And it wasn't like strip club smell. He smelled. Wasn't pair of body spray? I know sticky is the sense of, of feel, but he smelled sticky, if that makes sense. I don't know what. And and then it's like what is and, and just hearing him talk when once he got on air I'm thinking man we need to FBI him like he, he needs to be on the top five list of something I've got a pretty good um, darling way love and laughter story as well go uh, ahead one time I was going to get the guests and uh, I didn't really know what they were they were doing what their whole thing was but um, I came and got them they were on the elevator and it was this couple they were um, exactly what you would think when you see these type of people but i was like uh, oh so y'all are on for the show uh what are y'all here to talk about and they're like oh we're swingers we live the lifestyle and i was like oh y- yep that makes sense now that i see you if you're the host you're like trey's taking a long time you yeah. open the elevator they're they're all kissing in there you're like hey nope. we got a segment to nope, do definitely not did they proposition you trey i don't think so no no nope, they did not thankfully we have a line here on my bookie, and uh, yes, it's a minus one sixty. Yes, that Trey maybe got uh, persuaded into a little something, something. <laughs> that is the best. Yeah, we used to have a show on the station. Uh, for those that don't know, that they would talk about sex and and all that kind of stuff, and different, you know, swinging and and anything you could think of. So we would have a lot of very interesting guests show up to the radio station pretty regularly. N- no guest as big as Polly Shore, though. I mean, stars don't get bigger than that. I remember that. I wasn't here for that, but um, I think there was an unnamed intern that you can't name. Uh, He was there, and he was acting really weird around Pauly Shore, apparently. If I remember correctly, they that kind of freaked him out. Y'all remember when Stephen A. Smith was here, right? Yeah. yeah. Remember that intern? AC was like, I think I can smell Stephen A. Smith. 
Yeah, that, it was Andrew who did that. Oh yeah, it was beautiful, yeah. Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, literally, like <laughs> Stephen A. Smith wasn't in the room, and Andrew goes like, "Man, did you smell his cologne? That, that guy, guy smells incredible." <laughs> and then he looks behind him, and Stephen A. Smith is standing right behind him. <laughs> I wish I was there for that. Oh, so good. Take a smell, young yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just it, that's the thing, man. Like, you have to be. You have to be respectable when you go get these guys, especially when you're an intern. You know, they, your num- they call your number and you're thinking, oh, usually, you know, when it's something, it's like, hey, get this audio, get this. And they say, hey, go get this guest. It, I it was Lance. I, I, was doing the, I was doing the morning show and he was like, hey, go get Bun for me. So I'm like, Bun? The whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, Bun, Bun. He's got to be talking about Bun B. Yep. So my, I'm all nervous. I go down there and, and I have my uh, my card, you know, everything here. We scan the card to open the doors. I have my card in my hand and, and he gets out. I open the door and I still have my card in my hand. I try to shake his hand. I'm nervous, you know. I'm like, <laughs> and he like looks at me like, this idiot. Like, what are you doing? I'm, it's kind of like that, like two seconds of uh, looking at each other. And he's just like, does his head like, come on. Like like he's leading me, you know. Like come on, man, you're out of control here. We get in the we get in the elevator, and he pulled out his phone. It's funny because if you look at many situations, if you really think about it now, though, you think, dang, he didn't want to talk to me. No, look, the phone is the best thing ever. Like I will fake like I'm getting a call. You know, I'll just pick up like if I'm in an uncomfortable situation. Rings, yeah, I'll just pick up like oh hello, hello, and I'll just walk off with my phone up to my head. Worse though when it rings though, because then you're like hello, hello, it's cutting in. I didn't I'm know going you were in a tunnel. Yeah, I, I didn't know you weren't there. Still, it gets you out of so many uncomfortable situations. Like especially if a guy like comes up begging for money or something like that. You know, or if you're sitting at Westheimer and the guy's coming up to your car. I'm telling you, yeah, it, act one. like you're taking a phone call. Get you out of everything. I just pretend I'm playing golf clash. <laughs> no, there's an aggressive one. I'm telling you, two streets from here. I know. I know. What this you're man about. is aggressive. Does He'll, he have dreads? Yes, he comes up, but it's like he he's bipolar out here, right? He comes up. And he not even bipolar. He just he knows what he's doing. He plays like he's a nice guy at first. He might even wave. You know what I mean? If you got kids in the back, he peeks his head over. He's like, "Hey, you're like, man, I don't need, I don't need all this." I heard him going on a rant about like gays and lesbians. Just talking out loud yeah. though, right? Like, yeah. So, so what happened one time? I was putting gas at that gas station right across the street, and yeah, I the, see him. The Exxon, right? Yeah, I see him. Damn, you're just telling all his business. <laughs> yeah. He comes out. Guy. He comes out, and I'm pumping gas, and he's talking like to the air, like just talking to to, to drop dead Fred, for example. He's talking <laughs> to drop dead Fred, and he's just yelling all types of cussing and i'm just like you know you get kind of like worried like man let me let me pump this gas a little bit fat you know just let me i don't need to fill up yeah, i don't gas. need i don't need the whole tank. 25 is good for today that then, gas station gets kind of sketchy th- yeah then i saw this fool cross the street and go to the uh, assume the position per se so then i'm like man i don't want to f- take this u-turn so let me go ahead and pull up so then i gave space be- be- before you know i had like six feet it, it, you know it was real uncomfortable he's looking at me like like a valet driver like come on in he, he's he's doing me like one of those guys the the guys that uh the the air controllers you know what i mean he's he's waving me in and i'm thinking bro i'm not going anywhere it's a red light so finally i let off the gas uh the brake a little bit scoot up he comes up and he's smiling like i said he's he's waving and stuff and i, I tell him no you know i give him the dakimbe matumbo one time just said <laughs> no and i try to not make eye contact i start changing the radio station you know that you do something That's like that. That's a good move yeah Bro, I'm I'm telling you, I'm not kidding. He he did this number, and then I told him no, and he just started cleaning anyways. That's the worst when oh. they just start cleaning anyways. And he just started cleaning. The t- light turned green, and he's still in front of my car, dude. I saw him the other day. It was some older lady in, in a 
at an SUV and she said no to him, he literally walked out of the street and started throwing rocks at her car. I swear, he hit her with like three rocks that on the guy car. needs to be arrested. Yes. We need to put a stop to this guy. There's a guy by my, and, and people are from the, uh, let's say 610s, going south, Sagemont area, all that. They call him the gas can man. He has he has his own uh, Facebook that somebody created for him. So, <laughs> so this guy's been low on gas for about... 13 years now, <laughs> right? And he, he switches he switches corners. And I'm telling you, people listening right now, like, man, I know the gas can man. The gas can man. you got a Facebook. Go look. Gas can man. People report him. They'll be like, this fool. I just seen him on El Dorado. He's out there with the same gas can. Well, people finally caught on to him. So there's videos on that same page. People roll down their window. They'll be like, hey, you crook. Well, he started running after the people. And he, he got assault charges and, and whatnot. And he's still out there. The gas can man. I don't see how people don't realize, like, I mean, he's been around for over a decade. Dude, apparently that's good business, man. It, it, there's always the guy with the dog that tries to guilt you, right? Like, or the kids. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst, though. Like, if you when, when you see them at Walmart and there's two kids right there and it's hot, you, I don't even have no sympathy for them. Some, you might even look like, I'd rather see, like, an old man, like, in a wheelchair or something being like, man, I just can't work right now. You know, help me out. But when you have your kid out there and you're and it's and it's hot like that and, and they got they got the, the stroller covered, you're thinking, man, I, I need to get out and save them. No doubt. And I've had very often where, you know, I don't usually carry cash on me, right? We use credit cards for everything, right? So I had one approach me and they're like, hey, you know, can I, can I get a few bucks? And I was like, I don't have cash. And uh, he was like, oh, I'll follow you over to the ATM. <laughs> Always I, do that. Yeah, great idea. Even worse, I had one that said, that's cool, Venmo. Yeah, Venmo. Brother, <laughs> what are we doing out here? You Venmo you Venmo you 2020 that's what we're in the, that's the, where we are Jerry. the homeless man of 2020 has Venmo and other options Bitcoin them you can Bitcoin, Bitcoin them Venmo. and follow them on Facebook while you're at it <laughs> and follow, follow me on Facebook and listen to my podcast while you're at it we got one segment I know we've thrown away a couple segments here there but we're having fun it's Sunday football's on the horizon we have baseball we have a winner coming up. Astros minus one and a half. Take that to the bank. Astros are going to score over five runs. Go ahead and hit the team total as well. We're going to make money. It's going down. One segment left. Moneyline ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5. Listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. We are back. Jerry just gave a play on the Astros before we went to break. And Jerry, where is our favorite place to place those bets? Only at my bookie. At my bookie. And real quickly, what was that play? You can go to my bookie and make this bet. Astros minus one and a half. Go ahead and hit the team total as well. Go ahead and Italy 
Juventus as well. The, we gave that earlier on the show. Go ahead. And Juventus to be leading at halftime. Juventus minus one and a half. That game is in Italy. There it is, guys. My bookie is the best place to do it. You can make the bets on your laptop. You can do it on your phone. The NBA is back this week, guys. And the best place to bet it is on my bookie. It's simple. You bet, you win, you get paid. My bookie has over 150 different NBA bets to choose from. Will any team go 8 0 after the restart? How many points will LeBron average? You can bet all this stuff at mybookie.ag. And don't forget about UFC, MLB, golf, soccer. MyBookie has thousands of lines and prop bets. Join today and MyBookie will double your first deposit. And not only will they match you dollar for dollar, but they're also throwing in a free $10 NBA future bet. You want to get down on the Rockets? Get it in there. They got you covered. All you have to do is just enter the promo code RADIO, guys. MyBookie, we use it. Fantasy football season, gambling on NFL, all that is right around the corner. Get in there. They will match your dis- your deposit. I mean, what is there to lose? Get over to MyBookie right now. You bet you win. They pay. MyBookie.ag, promo code radio. I, hey, let me give them another one. We talked about strip clubs and Lou Williams. Well, n- now that news is coming out that he's going to have to quarantine, well, yeah, he is. what happens with the spread Lakers-Clippers Thursday Three and a half this morning. Now, I looked at it because I thought well, he's got to be worth something to the line. And then now that the news is broke, four and a half. It's already moved a, an entire point. So if you're listening out there and you figure that you're going to be betting that game is anyways, go ahead and get the Lakers now at four and a half. I would buy the half point, give them to me at four, and play it that way. One point outside of a, a possession game. I, I really liked it at, at three and a half and get it to three and get it to one possession game. But, uh... Go ahead and hit that. I'm telling you right now that that line's going to move. Not so much that Lou Williams is worth three points to an NBA spread, but the way that I know he is worth at least, because, I mean, he's one of the best guys off the bench. He's worth X amount of points to a spread. But he's the the, the reaction, that's what we always play off, the public perception. Public perception is going to make it that he's worth a lot more to that spread than what he is, so people are going to start betting the Lakers real hard. That Lakers line's going to go to five and a half, six by the time it tips off. Somewhere around there. Go ahead and get it now, and you get a better number. Man, that's fantastic. I'm so excited, dude. Baseball's back. I've had fun watching the Astros. What do you think? It's a little weird, right, with no fans. No, it is. the. I see some, like the Dodgers, for example, they do have fan cutouts behind home plate, then some don't. The one thing that I, I don't like for sure is the artificial wave. Yeah. I mean, I don't even like the real wave. No, who no, does? But so we don't need it artificial. We don't need it in there. I, I don't like that at all. I just, I think as, as, a, as a player, what would you guys be like? Do, does, do you think it helps out? Because I know, okay, for example, UFC. We've seen and heard that a lot of the fighters say that it helps them because they can hear what their corners are telling them, like, hey, they're going for this luck. Like, watch your head, watch your neck. Or they even heard uh, one of the commentators, you know, the, one of the fighters said he heard Daniel Cormier say he needs to change this up. And the next round he did, he first thing he said in his interview was like, man, I heard him saying it. So how about other sports? Do they benefit from the quiet? Does basketball benefit from it um, from a team standpoint and from a viewer standpoint? How about football? What do you guys think? I think it's interesting with like the Saints, right? You know, like what do you, they have? You know, you know, in fantasy or gambling, that's a big home field advantage in New Orleans. Oh, like, yeah. you know, what do you do with with Drew Brees and the Saints now that if there's no fans in the stands? Because we know teams got to go to snap counts. Quiet, you know what I mean? Yeah. They go to those silent snap counts. They go to silent snaps. They they just do it on 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 motion on on routine. They know the timing, right? So what happens whenever you don't have that? We know someone has asked, uh, what is 
what does the home field advantage become in handicapping? Because usually we say minus three. Yep. Is there going to be a minus three now that there's no fans? Do we make it two? Like, what are we going to set the home field advantage at? That's a good question. I mean, and I'm wondering too, are they going to pipe in like fake sound? You I know what so. I mean? And if that's the case, then you're not going to be able to, to hear anything. You know what I mean? When you're on the road. Because so, we, we thought it was so cool to hear Omaha, Omaha yeah. from Peyton. But imagine now every time you're listening, if there's nothing there, you're going to hear everything. So, okay, say, for example, you're on the opposing defense and not so much Omaha, but whatever word they use. And you're thinking sometimes in the middle of a, of a play and setting things up and some guy's in motion, you're running after him. And you're like, did he say Omaha? What did he say? Like, now you're going to know. You're going to know, for example, okay, I heard that loud and clear. Like, you're going to know those those audibles have got to be they're going to have it's going to be like a you know hiding signs in baseball like you're going to have to go through an extra step to 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 you know i guess confuse the opposing defense now because those audibles after a few quarters they're going to be like man we we hear this loud and clear and you can see everything happening yeah no, no doubt. Maybe they change them at halftime or, or something like that. Like you have your first half calls and your second half. And so many of them are easy, right? It's just like Ringo, Ringo. Well, that means right. And, you know, they just use a word that starts with an R and a word that starts with an L. And, you know, if the play's going right or left, I think they're going to have to be a little more creative. Yeah. And it's just, I, I have a feeling that we're going we're gonna to learn on the go. There's going to be rules that come out because what happens for the viewer in basketball. I know there's a delay in all sports, usually like a 10-second delay, but what is it going to sound like whenever – there's no way you can tell me those guys aren't going to be cussing. Oh, they are. No no doubt about it. So what are we going to do? It, take that, that experience away because if you're having to mute, you know, it's going to sound – you're going to take away a lot from what we're going to finally get to hear from these. I mean, you know when you play basketball, you switch, switch, switch. You yeah. know, I got it bored. You know, all that stuff. What's going to happen? What happens in football pre-snap? You're going to hear all of that, like, hey, 22, Mike, Mike, Mike. You know, that that's him right there. It's just when the quarterback starts singling and out, okay, he's the Mike. It's just a different aspect of the game. It's And, and who knows? That's I really wonder if they're going to pipe the crowd noise in, if they're not. And they're kind of doing that a little bit for baseball. But, you know, with NFL, it makes a big difference because you're worried about home field advantage point spreads like we talked about. Like Drew Brees, you always start him at home in New Orleans for fantasy football. Is that going to still apply? You know, I, I don't know. A lot of these guys, they, they 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 feed off the energy and the juice from the home crowd, and it's not going to be there. Now, we talked about the fantasy leagues. Before we get out of here, we're going to touch on that again. The next few weeks, go ahead and reach out to us at MondayLine975. Go ahead and call us anytime on Sundays from 10 to noon. Reserve your spot. We're going to go ahead and open registration the next few weeks, and then we'll set a date, and we'll have probably three or four leagues, depending on how many people we get to sign up. But Because uh, I'm getting I'm getting messages right now saying, hey, I want in. Our guy Steve right now, he says, hey, I want in. So you're in on the Moneyline League. Our guy Ricky from uh, Ohio, uh, Iowa, he's going to be in. Everyone that wants to play with us, we're going to make sure that you have a spot. We have a women's league. If you're, if, if you're a woman, you say, man, I want to dominate, or I want to play with the boys, however you want to do it. This is what we're here for. We're going to go ahead and have some fun this year. Oh, man, it's going to be a blast. Look, I can't wait. Fantasy football, as long as I get that, I'll be cool. You know, NBA, MLB, I can deal with that being delayed or not happening. But NFL football, fantasy football, 
it's my favorite time. It feels like Christmas morning for me. I mean, I'm that into that. Starting next week, we're going to open up more of the football talk. I know we've been taking a little easy now. A lot of strip club talk, some bum talk, some bum fights. <laughs> um, you know, right now we're just trying to get us an inch closer to football season. We have sports back. We're getting things going. We're going to get you some money. Hopefully I can get you some winners. But we appreciate you hanging out with us on a Sunday morning like you do every single Sunday. I'm going to sign off for the squad. At Josh Jordan 97.5, our guy Juggalo Trey behind the glass. Ladies, go ahead and hit him up on Twitter. And your man Jerry Bow knows with a Z. We're out. Peace.